Hi, you're listening to another episode of the Spotlight Musical Theatre Podcast for Young Performers with me, Simon Wright. In each episode, I invite a special guest from the world of musical theatre, dance and entertainment to talk to me, sharing their wisdom and, I hope, giving you a little inspiration. My guest today is an incredible 12-year-old contortionist called Roxy. With nearly 100,000 Instagram followers, Roxy is a brand ambassador for dancewear labels, frequently models for photographers and performs around the country, displaying her amazing jaw-dropping flexibility. Thank you for joining me, Roxy. Thank you for having me. So my first question is, what is a contortionist? A contortionist is a human that bends their body in a quite strange way. And it's kind of like gymnastics, but it's more bendy. When you say more bendy, do you mean really, really bendy? I mean, can you describe the difference between a contortionist, for example, and a gymnast or a dancer? Oh, well, a dancer is more kind of flowy and just emotional. And a gymnast is more to do with like the technique and all of your lines and like flips and more tumbling and equipment. But contortion is just only moving your body and kind of going into it very smoothly and gently. Right. So how did you become a contortionist? Well, I started off... Uh, when I was like five, I think, I did gymnastics and then I started doing rhythmic gymnastics and I found out that I was like really flexible and I found it easier to move with my body rather than using equipment and going on beams or bars. So I asked my mum to take me to a contortion class and I fell in love with it and I love doing contortion. <laughs> and why do you love it so much? What makes it so special? I don't know, to be honest. It's just a really fun thing to do. And I think it's cool because not many people can do contortion because it's like very unique because like not that many people in the world can bend their body that way. And also it's kind of it's kind of like yoga. So it's kind of relaxing, but then you can also do it in a more fast way. So it's energetic and I'm a energetic person, so I like doing it. <laughs> now I've obviously seen your videos which are incredible and 
anybody who hasn't seen anybody who hasn't seen your videos please go and check out roxy's instagram page because the uh the positions she gets herself into are absolutely extraordinary but where did where did contortion begin because i i know way back you know uh hundreds of years ago there are images and pictures and drawings of of contortionist type people in circuses and um medieval times kind of like people who were who were jokers or 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 the um the jesters do do you know what the history is and and where it all started well it was known as like a kind of sport a long time ago but the first people known to do it were the Ross sisters and they did a duo in 1940 so not too long ago but that was like the first kind of official time it was recorded and they were taught how to do contortion by their mother and did they then go on to become a, a circus act um yeah they performed in a circus but they weren't like as famous because social media wasn't a thing to spread like news about it yeah but now there are more people that are also really flexible but more people know them because of social media mm. and a lot of people know about you because of social media and your instagram mm. page has a pretty massive following doesn't it how many followers have you got now um i'm almost at 100k wow which is amazing <laughs> i'm so grateful how did you get such a huge following I'm not sure. I had that account and I had about 100 followers and I just kind of messaged my friends. And then once I started contortion, my teacher said, oh, you should make an Instagram account to post all your pictures and stuff. So I made one and then it started growing. It was just really shocking, but here I am. (laughs) You are. You're right. (laughs) And you're still only 12, which is incredible. Thank you. So do you do contortion at school? Um, well, in primary school, we had like talent shows and stuff like that. So I would do my contortion routines there. But in secondary school, we don't do much of that. But I still kind of like do it during break time and stuff. Or sometimes in class, I do contortion. But also when we do PE, sometimes we do gymnastics. So I get to involve my contortion in it. And what does everybody think when you do your amazing contortion moves in it? in a school gym class everyone's really shocked and then someone <laughs> tells someone else and then at break time the whole school is following me asking me to do contortion <laughs> so i bet you're very popular at school they must love you <laughs> <laughs> and uh, what about funny moments at school has it has the teacher ever walked in to find you doing some mad bendy move on the desk or something yes actually um we were in class i think we were in english and we were doing like creative writing, but I finished my work and I was bored and I had nothing to do. So I did a chest stand on the chair and then the teacher walked in and then she walked out again because she was really confused. Every night I lie in bed, the brightest colors fill my head, a million dreams keeping me. the world could be a vision of the one I see a million dreams is all it's gonna take a million dreams for the world we're gonna so what's the hardest contortion move that you've ever done 
I think it's probably, I'm not sure if it has a name, but I think it's called like a ruffle backbend or something. But you like go into a bridge, but you twist your arms the other way, so the opposite way they should go, and then stick your head out and bend through. I've only just started practicing it because I couldn't do it before because it's quite hard. But I think for me, that's personally the hardest. Well, every move is hard to begin with, but then you just keep practicing and it gets easier. And how do you practice? Do you literally just keep going until you're so bendy or like a rubber band? Pretty much. But you have to remember that you have to stretch every day because every day you forget to stretch or just don't stretch. Like don't stretch if you're in pain or you injured yourself, but if you can't, just do a little stretch just to maintain your flexibility and to keep your muscles kind of warm and ready for the next day. Because if you like miss, for example, stretching for a month, then it will be really hard to gain the flexibility you lost because your muscles have like become stronger. Yeah. And it's also easier to start from a younger age because your body's like softer and more easier to stretch. Your training then, I mean, how much training do you do a day? Because you can't do the sort of things you do in a normal dance class can you I mean if you go to a contortion class you can but in dance you do back stretches but not as like intense back stretching but usually I did a day I train about three to four hours it really depends if I'm gonna do more handstands or if I'm gonna do more splits like it really depends yeah Um, and what would your advice be to somebody who's listening to this podcast who's thinking mm, i think i'd like to do what roxy does or i'd like to try and be a contortionist i think the best thing to do since we're in quarantine is to kind of try to get the basic skills like a split and just a simple bridge and then try to watch some more advanced tutorials on youtube for example anna mcnulty she does a lot of tutorials on youtube so you could watch her step by step tutorials and see if you're like getting better do you feel like this is your thing ask you'd like your parents to take you to like a class but since we're in quarantine you can ask to do an online class and kind of get into it i guess one of the great things about being a contortionist is you get to work with some pretty amazing people and do some pretty amazing things don't you and i know you do a lot of work with pixie so where did you meet pixie um I was at gymnastics and I'd finished my class and we'd come home and I was like, Mum, I saw this girl, Sophie Dossie, doing contortion and I think it's really cool. Can you please take me to a class? And then we went on Google and we searched up like contortion classes and Pixie's website came up and we saw that she had classes in London. So she like emailed her and asked and then Pixie asked to send me some photos of what I could do now and then I came to her class and she like told me to try this and to try that and then she kind of saw that I started like developing my flexibility I just kept practicing and she is incredible as well and and what's amazing is when you see the pictures of you two working together it it makes it even more incredible the uh, the end result doesn't it because you work off each other yeah you can help each other stretch even further into even more impossible poses <laughs> it's really really fun as well because 
I've never really liked being the base or holding someone because I'm just not meant for that. I prefer being lifted into cool poses because I'm strong, but I just don't feel like I have enough responsibility to hold a person. Did you ever think about going into acro? I would love to do some acro, but I don't know any like schools or classes near me. Oh, well, if anybody does, <laughs> then please get in contact with Roxy. <laughs> now, tell everybody about some of the really cool things you've done uh, over the last few years, even at your really young age. Uh, I know you've worked with people like Jordan Matter, haven't you, the photographer? Yeah, that was an amazing experience. Yeah, tell us about that. Um, so I saw he was coming to London and I messaged him if we could meet up and then he said that we could have a shoot together and oh my God, I was so excited. So we met up and I was like so shocked. I didn't have any words. And then it was so much fun because we like explored London and there were so many of Jordan Matter's fans and it was just incredible to see it not through YouTube but through real life. Didn't you end up on top of a telephone box and something else in Covent Garden? Oh yeah, I went on this kind of, it was like a wooden sculpture kind of trolley thing but it was like made out of wood and it had lots of flowers. And I did a bridge on that. It was quite fun. Did you literally, because I, I don't think that many people will, will have seen the video. So I, again, if you haven't seen the video, it's on Roxy's Instagram page of her getting onto this thing. But because there's lots of people around, you have to work very, very fast, don't you? So did you literally sprint onto this thing and Jordan took the photo in about three seconds? Yeah. But then we also took a little behind-the-scenes video. But there were lots of people crowded because mm. Covent Garden is a really busy place at any time of the year, really. It's not just like a particular place to go on Christmas. It's always busy there because there's loads of shops and loads of things to see. And tell us about Dance Mums. Oh, my God, that was amazing. Um, So I Eden Dancewear, which was like a dancewear company, they kind of made the merch for Dance Mums. And they messaged me and they asked if I want to be a special guest kind of to see them. And I, of course I said yes, because that's amazing. And um, so I think we went we went to Bristol after like a week to go there. And then I met all the Dance Moms girls and I met Abby. And it was just an amazing experience because they weren't actually shouting. They were, they were all really nice in real life and their mums were not crazy as you think. <laughs> and what was Abby like? Abby was really, really nice. She wasn't shouting at all. And she was really friendly and polite and nice. And I loved meeting her. <laughs> I bet you did. And if you were to say you know, the one thing that you learnt from Dance Mum, the whole Dance Mum's experience, what would it be? Well, that was kind of like a talk bit where you got to ask questions. So kind of like a Q&A. And they told you kind of like secrets from the show. And I learned that when they film the pyramid, it doesn't actually take like two minutes as it is on the show. It takes them six hours to film the pyramid, which is um, wow. a long time. And I also learned that they all started dancing when they were two, which is a really young age. And that 
I don't know. There were lots of like fun, interesting moments that they talked about. That, for example, when they filmed the dances, some they filmed the real competition, and then they had to kind of order a space and book a place for another kind of staged competition, so that they could film behind、mm. the scenes. So, because you can't film during a real competition, so I don't know. None of that stuff was told on the show, so everyone believed it. But it was kind of like a secret Q and A, and it was really fun. So, who are your sort of contortionist heroes?、Uh, I mean, do you you must like shows like Cirque du Soleil, for example? Yes, I love Cirque du Soleil,、um, and one of my biggest contortion inspirations is Alexi from Cirque du Soleil because he's amazing and his flexibility is just unbelievable. Like, no one can bend that way. <laughs> well, apart from you. <laughs> I wish that's what my goal is. My goal is to be as flexible as him because he's just incredible. Well, I'm struggling to imagine how you could be even more flexible than you are already, Roxy. <laughs> <laughs> um. So, is that what you want to do after you leave school? Yeah, I want to. I want to be a contortionist for as long as I can because I'm pretty sure you can't be a really good contortionist if you're really, really old. So I want to do it as long as I can. So I'm not sure how long that will be, but hopefully a very long time because I really enjoy doing it, and I want to be as flexible as Alexi. And be in a show like Cirque du Soleil. That would be amazing as well. I actually got to meet Alexi. I was walking to the show to get my tickets, and he was there, and I was so glad I got to take a picture with him. And he was so friendly, and. Just an amazing yeah, friend. That's nice.、Um, so, top tips for anybody, dancers, wannabe contortionists, acros, on flexibility. What are a few of your secrets to the amazing flexibility you have? The first tip is, if you want to do something, you can do anything. So, if you don't like doing that, don't make yourself do it just because someone is telling to. Do what you love to do. So whether it's dance or singing or contortion, do whatever you like to do, and do it with a passion. Don't just do it kind of because someone told、mm. you to do it. The second tip is to always try your best to tr to train and stretch every single day because you won't see a difference at first, but then every day you stretch more, you'll see a gradual difference, and it will really help your flexibility. The third tip is to kind of watch some online tutorials or have some online classes, and find it so that it's not too hard for you. So it's just the right level for you. Don't push yourself too much so that you're crying and you know really in pain.、Mm. And the fifth tip is if you really 
think that this is your thing and you want to do it, ask your parents to take you to a circus class or a dance class or a contortion class and then just carry on practicing every day. What an incredible <laughs> I don't have any words. Those those were those were amazing, Roxy. Did you have all those prepared or don't just tell me you read all those off from your head? No, I had them prepared. No, I didn't have them prepared. Sorry. I read them off my head. Yeah. <laughs> you are amazing. I don't know how you're doing this. Uh, you're one of the, the the slickest guests I think I've ever had. Thank you. And don't you play the piano as well? Yes, I've been playing the piano since I think I was six or seven. And a fun fact is that I actually, when I was really, I started speaking really young. And as soon as I could speak, I could sing. Maybe I can pronounce the words very well because I was only like one. But I would always like hum melodies. And then when I was four, I did a solo for the first time on a big stage in front of lots of people. And my mum asked me, Roxy, are you nervous? Are you scared? And I was like, no, there aren't any monsters here. I've always loved performing. I have absolutely no doubt about that. (laughs) Every night I lie in bed The brightest colours fill my head A million dreams are keeping me A million dreams, a million dreams I think of what the world could be A vision of Okay, so let's talk about your challenge because I hear the, that you have an incredible challenge for the listeners. Yes. So for the challenge, I'm going to be doing a video clip of me doing this pose that I made up and I'll post it on my Instagram and I will choose a winner to have a photo shoot with me and Simon, which will be a really fun experience and you'll get to win a matching outfit with me and you from dragonfly brand wow and i have to say in the photo shoot that we'll do uh, with roxy we will be using my new windstorm uh, wind effect (laughs) Ooh, that sounds really fun so if you can't quite get into the pose that roxy wants you to then the 30 mile an hour wind from the wind machine might help you Roxy, it's been a, an absolute pleasure talking to you. I, I am still struggling to believe that you are only 12 years old. You are the youngest guest that I've had on the podcast show so far, actually. Do you have any uh, final thoughts or words you'd like to say to everybody in this really difficult time before we all say goodbye? I want to say to everyone to stay safe and to listen to the government's rules because they're only trying to make your life better. So listen to all the right information and don't think that you're all powerful if you're leaving the house. Just stay at home and try to keep yourself safe and healthy. Roxy, thank you ever so much. Thank you so much for having me.